Hey guys, unrelated breath is bussin'. No cap. Phenomenal brother. Play that music. Brothers but not by birth. Family but not by DNA. Dave and Adam are two of a kind. And they wanna borrow some of your day. To talk into your ear holes about midi-chlorians and roller coasters. Those two things are unrelated, but so are they. They're unrelated at birth, like most people who aren't related. Unrelated at birth, but they're brothers in a brotherly way. Now it's time for the phenomenal brother and the golden voice of the South. They're brothers from different mothers. But they're both really proud to be unrelated at birth. And welcome, everybody, back into a great, exciting, and wonderful Unrelated at Birth. As always, you've got the one, the only, the golden voice of the South, the human jukebox, Dave Adams, coming to you, recorded and in living color, all the way from the top of the state of Alabama. That's right, in the Unrelated at Birth podcast studios in Madison, Alabama. And as always... I have brought along my friend from the hottest city in the world because I've been there. The one, the only, the bussin phenomenal brother. So wait, wait, wait a second, Adam. Yeah. Are we cool with it? Are are we hip with it now? Yo, yo, yo. I think we might be. He is at least, even if we're not. It sounds like it, I guess. I mean, he, he knows all the right words. Yeah, that's what the kids are saying these days. I, I know. I, 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 are we too legit to quit? Hey, hey, <laughs> yeah. too legit, I, too legit to quit. I showed my age a little bit at um, Universal yesterday, and uh-huh. um, we went to min- preview the Minions attraction, which we'll talk here in a bit, and was walking over to Men in Black, and in that section of the park, they play music that was popular at the time that the Men in Black movie franchise was hot, and... Too legit right. to quit came on, even though I think that might have predated Men in Black a little bit, but it fits the vibe just a bit. But uh, I knew the hand thing. You do the the too legit yeah, the, to quit, too you know, legit, with two L two, and then legit yeah, to quit. And uh, nobody seemed really interested in any of that garbage. So <laughs> I used to know all of the Men in Black lyrics too. Oh yeah, I used to know the line dance to Men in Black. We used to line dance to that song. It was the, a lot of the fun. same one that. They did in the uh, the music video. Let me see. There were parts of it. The walk with me. There were parts of it where it lined up right at that part of the song. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So so we we, we're we're hip with it now. Gen Z approved, right? Evidently so. Yeah. So did did you know that there is now Gen Alpha? I did hear that. I think that your daughter is Gen Alpha because I know Ellie and Harper are. So if ellie is than emma would be i can understand that so wait wait a second i guess we need to look this up now because does, does that mean that you have two two different generational children i get i didn't think yeah. that was possible yeah i didn't think it was either but you know they're trying to figure out how to market to these guys so they test out these theories and gals and gals yeah people these these, these humans humanoids <laughs> well dude yeah 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 what? It, it has what? been three weeks since we've recorded it has yeah two weeks since 
we planned to record. Yeah. You know, but it's funny because the world has seen us and they think, oh, they've been off for three weeks. But we have seen each other twice in, in this. That, it's a very it's, weird time. We broke a record and saw each other, at least you and I and Amanda did, and, the, and your kids, twice in one week. I know. I don't know the that, last that's, time that's ever happened, uh, if at all. Ever. Ever. Yeah, ever. I'm saying it, it, all the way back to that first dinner at Boat Rights. Yeah. I don't know if we've ever seen each other twice in one week. I don't think it's happened. There, there are times that we had planned to. Yes. But and even then, changed. that wasn't that often. But yeah, you know, stuff happens. But yeah, my yeah. Um, we came back from our vacation again, which we'll talk later. And um, my wife had a cold, so I had kid duty and all the stuff that comes with unpacking and getting settled back and all that kind of stuff. And then last week you were here. So, yeah. Yeah. The funny thing I, is, I, we could have recorded up there when I was with you. And we yeah. technically could have recorded when we were, we were in the same place both weeks. <laughs> we could have, but, but. I, I don't think the ambiance would have been near as good if we had recorded yeah. where you and I were on uh, Thursday. Yeah, I don't think that would have worked in the parking <laughs> <Yeah>. lot. <laughs> I mean, but it, it, and it was rainy and, and yeah. hot. And I got, I'm going to give everybody a little bit of a, 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 a I'm going to needle Dave a little bit, not trying to give oh, away any spoilers. I went to Alabama and it's hot there. Like I'm dripping sweat. I don't do that here for some reason. It's, it's, you know, different climates, climate, local climates. Right. right. what you're and, used to. But, but I, it was the first time I'd been to Alabama in 15 years. Right. I get a text from Dave after he's been down here a day. It is so hot here. I said, yeah, it is. And he's like, now I'm dealing with a monsoon. I was like, Dave, you're here like every other week. <laughs> Come on. Every other week. I, it was 15 years for me. So th there, there is something that I, I will we'll talk about. I guess we can go ahead and bring it up now. Okay. But it, it's funny because you made the same kind of comment I did when, when you were here in town. All right. Or when you were in Alabama. You know, you are used to that Florida tropical climate where it's, it's always hot. You walk outside, you feel like you took a shower. Sure. It feels like that here yeah. to me sometimes. But you made the exact same kind of comment that when you walked out of your your cabin in Birmingham, you walked out and just started dripping in sweat. Oh, sure. So yeah. it, it's weird to me that weather that I feel is is hot, but it, it's normal for Alabama, I'm used to it. But then I come go to Florida, and it's a different type of humidity. Yeah. And my body's not used to it. Well, it's like if you come but, down here in the winter, the cold feels different because it's a wet, humid cold. That right. that that humidity helps the the cold air get through every layer you could possibly put it. Just feel, and it also feels colder because you're fluidy and your blood gets thinner. Whatever the reason that they say is right, but I, I think here, the thing I was missing in in at the cabin a lot was just a breeze, a little movement of air. It felt every day there felt like we were at Animal Kingdom. When all the air movement that. is blocked, whereas when you're here, especially as close as we might be to the coast, you get a little bit of a sea breeze every day. It's going to blow in some direction. You're going to get some kind of wind, and that wind provides relief you don't even realize you have until it's not there. But you don't get that in all. Orlando. You don't get that in Orlando. Not as much, no, because it's in the dead center. And that's usually where oh. they're colliding, so they hit before they – and that's where the storms pop up. You know, I-4, right. It literally, I-4 is like planned to demarcate the line where the sea breezes meet. <laughs> it really oh, feels are you like serious? It. Or? No, no, like, I'm, 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 okay, I'm joking, okay. but it feels that way sometimes. Like right where okay. the turnpike and I-4 and everything meet to make that big X right around Orlando. 
you know, it's like, um, it's crazy, but yeah. Hey, so, so also, could it be that I'm starting to get used to Orlando no. because I didn't, I, I, I actually brought a car. Like, well, I didn't, but I, I rented a car down there. I rarely had to use my GPS. Like wow. I knew where I was going this time. Where are you going? Where were you going? Like, did you go off property we went, for anything or? Well, yeah, we went to the airport. We went to the, uh, the, uh, uh, character warehouses okay even though we we <laughs> we went to cast connections yeah it's the same stuff same thing but <laughs> yeah we, we still had to see what if other places had other sizes sure they didn't uh yeah well <laughs> but uh yeah, yeah. it's like Funny a well-worn path through the woods dave i think you've that, i'm surprised that, that you haven't applied for like second state citizenship or i really wish i could because then i could get florida resident passes right but anyway, the no um, state income tax thing, all of that. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. It, it would be nice. Yeah, it would be nice. Anyway, you were going to say uh, something. I, I interrupted you. No, it's before we get into our vacations, we, you and I both have topics we want to cover. Um, let's talk about mine first because I sent you a TikTok and a news story <laughs> that some dumb idiot. Well, first off, this this gentleman was married to Natalie Portman for what? 15 years was it that long and he cheated on her mm. dude looks like mega mind <laughs> he's got a 12 head Megamind. and he gets uh. in his head that he could cheat on padme amidala first off dude if you uh, i'm a married spud i'm a married spud i'm a happily married spud but if 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 you have the chance to be married to Padme Amidala, consider yourself a lucky man. Then you think you could do better by cheating on her? Mm. What is wrong with this person? Yeah, you never really know what anybody's going through. The, shoe, the shoes you're wearing, to uh, quote Clint Black right. and all that, right? Doesn't still, seem like the smartest decision in the world, but, you know, you're running low on cash. She's a multimillionaire. She's got a prenup that lays out the terms, and you do the math, and you're like, mm, I might actually financially make out a little bit. She's on strike. She's not making any money right now. But she's got Movies Star aren't Wars making money, money anymore anyway. You she's know? got Star Wars money, man. Hang on, my 1980s keyboard. Her net worth you look is $90 million. What's his net worth? What's his name? Like, I don't even know how to tell you his name. <laughs> <laughs> Let's yeah. see who is the husband of Natalie Portman. Is Ben? Come on now, that can't be his last name. What's his name? It's M I L L E M I L L E P I E D. So it's probably French and something like Millipede, but it's like Benjamin Millipede. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see Benjamin Millipede net worth. Net worth. Let's see Benjamin Miller. He is worth ten million. See, he did the math. And he's like, man, I could swing myself forty-five million in the other direction pretty fast. He's a French dancer. <laughs> this is just getting worse, dude. Okay, I am married to Natalie Portman, but I am not faithful. You know, it's like, come on, man. That was a little bit of German in there at the end. I'm sorry. Oh, hey. But it's like, did you know that his current group, he's LA Dance Project, and he is in some production in Mobile, Alabama. Yeah, he needed the cash. <laughs> he needed the cash, dude. <laughs> the the Chestra Tony project in Mobile, Alabama, uh, yeah. was a project that he never finished due to the pandemic. Mm, what a shame! 
The world would have benefited but, greatly for that, from that, I'm sure. But dude was married to Padme Amidala. You know, I, I hate to say it. If she had the range of emotion, emotions she had as Padme, maybe I don't blame him. Oh, dude, come on. Maybe I don't blame him. Come on. You know, you know what really happened? If you had a live feed into it, she found out and she looked at him. You know what she said? You're breaking like my heart. <laughs> You're breaking my heart, Benjamin. <laughs> oh, anyway. No, I, oh, you know what? Yeah, should anybody ever do that? No. Is it the right thing to do? No. No. But at the same time, maybe she, maybe she's a pain. And that video you sent, that video you sent, they were like, she's the least dramatic person and the least scandalous person. I mean, she person. kind of is. And that's fine. In person, like in Hollywood. Okay. Yeah. You know okay. That, that's you that's know like saying, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't know. Maybe like the toilet paper doesn't go the right way. Why did you make the bed that way? Anakin wouldn't have done it that way. And then he just had enough. Toilet you know? paper always goes like this. Yes. No mullets. No mullets with toilet paper. Anyway, yeah. I had because I had my cold last week, and that's why there's toilet paper. Oh, you had a hmm. so we did get it from you. No, you didn't. It was sinuses, but Mm -hmm. please, Mm -hmm. yes, I gave you COVID. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't COVID. It was the donut place. I guarantee it was that one extra thing we did is probably where she got (laughs) probably (laughs) one extra thing with the mean lady that stole our kids' donut. If you're listening, ma'am, we have words for you. A few. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. All right. So what's your story you wanted to talk about? Mine was, I got to look it back up. Um, it was on, just Adam. a quick, <laughs> hey, look, man, I'm, you always say behind the curtain. Here we go. Behind the curtain. Mine was a, look like a Reddit post that doesn't look like it was actually a Reddit post. It looks like a picture somebody put text over. So I don't know what, if it's really right, but it said the, the rule and function. How should I read this? The rule slash function of the golden snitch in Quidditch is stupid and completely ruins what would otherwise be an awesome sport to watch. Imagine if in basketball, each team had a player out in the parking lot trying to catch a frog for the win. (laughs) You're watching a great game that's been neck and neck, and then suddenly the buzzer sounds halfway through. The game's over. Ramirez has just got the parking lot frog. But the... the, So thoughts, discuss. Yeah, so there, there is a element of surprise well i had to. element of surprise <laughs> no th- th- there's an element of gainsmanship with the the snitch yeah i mean if you were down uh, i don't know if you if you were down it was it 150 points if you catch a snitch yeah something like that yeah so let's say you were down by 160 points if you catch the snitch, your team still loses. Yeah. So you have to find it but not catch it. Right. I think exactly. it adds it. I think personally, you could argue it the other way pretty easily that yeah. it adds a level of suspense to the game because right. even if your team is doing great, they could still lose. That's one element. It could end right. in any moment, especially if Harry Potter's on, on your team. Evidently, <laughs> that seems to be his right. MO. But it's like it could end at any moment. Your team could be doing great and then suddenly lose. And I don't think there's another sport. You know, you think about, like, I'll I'll use the Flying Tigers here in town as an example. They just walked off tonight of three-run home run. But it's the bottom of the ninth. There are runners on. The possibility in the scenario is there 
where it could or could not happen. Right. The golden snitch is like all of a sudden, boom, the dude's 200 feet in the air and he just ended the game. And no exactly. one can see what he's doing, but now it's over, you know? And I think there's not a sport that has that level. So I think, honestly, if you implement it the right way in a, in a normal muggle sport, I, I think people like would embrace it. Frog. Oh, like no, the, the, the joke was frog. hilarious. Yeah, the parking lot frog. <laughs> but but I, I think it adds a level of suspense. I think you could argue it the other way just as easily. So that was one thing I wanted to just bounce around with you a little bit. And Okay. What I don't understand is the role of, like, the the bludgers and such. Like, are you supposed to be hitting them at the other people? Yeah. Are they supposed, supposed to, to be? The, you're supposed but, to hit them at other people, but, and you can use the bats to knock other people off their brooms. Yeah, so it's incredibly fun. So it's like hockey a little bit. Hitting each other with stuff. Yeah. See, I, I dig all Stalker. of that kind of stuff. But anyway. But it is, it's like if, if there was a random squirrel running around a baseball field and the left fielder's out running, chasing it down, you know. Or okay. or what if there's a random squirrel in a 1968 World's Fair attraction? <laughs> that was funny, too. Yeah. Climbing the scrim. Yeah. Squirrels, see, they're all around this place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how, about, how about this? What if, what if in Quidditch? Okay. Instead of there being a seeker, what if you could almost go an empty goal strategy and one of your players can go off and try to find the snitch on their own? Would that be more or less interesting to you? Less like you can play with a full team or you could peel somebody off to go find the snitch if you were desperate? Yeah, I don't like that. You don't like that? I, no. like, I like having the seeker. That's why I didn't write the Harry Potter books. Right. <laughs> That's why you're not J.K. Rowling. Exactly. So, so that so, led me to another question, and I'm going I'm to drop a link into our internal. By okay. name only, by name only, I want you to look at this link, which okay. has now been provided to you. Looking. And I want you to look at the list of teams that's on there. The known winners? No, the uh, participating teams. Okay. This is the British and Irish Quidditch League list of teams. And it is the list of the, 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 the teams that participate in professional Quidditch. And I want you to look okay. at that list and pick by name only. Who's your favorite? This is a lot. This is a lot like trying to pick a Australian football league. Team, yeah. Right? So I don't I know. I don't go... know the cities and I don't know the histories. So I'm going to go with the swans because I like swans or I'm going to go with the cats because G-Long sounds cool. You know, that kind of thing. So two names pop out at me. Okay. And I'm just going to flip a coin in my head, and we're going to go with Tud Shield Tornadoes. Okay. Sounds a little bit like a minor league baseball team. Yeah, it does. Oh, let's see. The Tud Shield Tornadoes won at least five times. Oh. See? Um, their known player is a seeker, a keeper, and a captain. Where do you see that? Did you click on the link? I clicked on the link. Oh, the team link. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They actually have... I can't... So, okay. How awesome is it that the Harry Potter community has also created this whole backstory? <laughs> right. <coughs> Bless you. Yeah, thank you. As a child, J.K. Rowling lived in Tutshill and attended Tutshill Church of England Primary School. And this is most likely the reason that she created this Quidditch team. Wow. Cho Chang has been a supporter of the Tornadoes ever since she was a six-year-old and regularly wore Tornadoes badges in show of support. 
However, according to Ron Weasley, many people became fans only when the team started to win mm -hmm. and thus resented them for jumping on the bandwagon. Oh, so that's like Alabama. There you go. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> there you go. Before I pick mine, I'm going to point out a couple that are pretty interesting here. One is the carefully catapults. Carefully. That's, that's kind of cool. Carefully catapults. And then the <clears throat> foul mouth falcon. That's funny. <laughs> I don't want to know what their cheers are, but that sounds like it would be a lot of fun. My it choice sounds like something I would like. There you go. My my choice would be the Wigtown Wanderers. So they have never won it. They have never won it, but their colors are red and silver uh, and gray. Yeah. <laughs> their 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 logo is a meat cleaver. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is that wow. canon? Is that canon? Because I don't know that I remember ever seeing anything about a meat cleaver. In the video game adaptation, a character that the player meets says, "My favorite Quidditch team is the Wigtown Wanderers." Well, there you go. That's really. The only thing about them. Yeah. Well, Ken Kennelworthy Wisp, who is the author of, author of Quidditch Through the Ages, was a supporter of this team. So there you go. If it's good enough for the historian, it's good enough for me. So, okay. This is weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're talking about a fake team yeah. in a fake sport. Yes. With fake fans. <laughs> yeah. But hey, it's unrelated at birth. Are you yeah, that surprised? None of us picked the Montrose Magpies. No. Which is the, they've won it the most. Oh, 32 times, yeah. I didn't yeah. pick them because there's an AFL Magpies team and I don't like them very much, so. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Anyway. Good times. There you go, folks. We're <laughs> off to a roaring start. <laughs> Good grief. People are like, why, why have they come back after three weeks? Let's, uh, <laughs> um, can we go back to that game show with the rules that constantly change guys? <laughs> Speaking of, I got to thank, uh, Brad tune for what he did. He sent me, uh, some Canadian snacks Nice, and, uh, sent me an Albert Einstein pop and said, y'all use this for the trophy for the next trivia game. <laughs> if you can ever figure out the rules of whoever wins. I love it. That's amazing. So, big shout out. We now we now have a traveling unrelated at birth trophy. It's Albert Einstein. I love it. We're gonna spray paint it, spray paint it bronze, or is that spray spray, spray paint, paint it? or is that defacing a Funko Pop? You know, it, it's only worth like fifteen bucks. So that's still that's not cheap. That's still that's still pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Funko Pop today announced that they're going to reduce their footprint by thirty percent. Who is that? I'll believe it. Funko Pop. Like Funko announced that they're going to stop making so many Funkos mm. and, and try to control the population, kind of like Beanies did for a while. Interesting. That means they're starting uh, to hit the point where they've saturated the market. Right. They're starting to hit that point of no return. Yeah. So well, when you go to Sam's Club and you see an 18-inch tall Mickey Mouse for the Disney's 100, that's like... I don't... Yeah. No, if I'd want an 18 foot tall Funko Pop, I don't know what I would do with an 18 foot tall 18 Funko. inch or 18 no, inch. No, good God. 18, Can you imagine? Good God. I can't even I fit know. it in my house. <laughs> I don't even know what I'd do with an 18 inch Funko Pop. Yeah, that won't fit on a shelf. That's almost has no, to go in a corner, but then it's too short to really stand out if you put it in the corner. So it's like all the wrong sizes for everything. How big was your Stay Puffed that you used to have? I think it was 12, 10 or 12. Yeah. That would be big enough. 
Yeah. The extra six inches. Is yeah, you could get that one on a shelf, but you put 18, because you got to think if it's taller, it's going to be wider. And then his nose comes out. Right. Right. So. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. And it was 90 bucks. So. And that's on sale. That's a hard too. price point. Yeah. Yeah. So Interesting no, no stuff. Yeah, when, you, right, when so, you said, sorry, real quick, when you said, so Funko Pop Today announced, I'm like, Funko Pop Today, is that like a website, a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, you know, WW Today and yeah. News Today and all that type of stuff, but anyway. Yeah. All right. So let, let's talk about your vacation. I'm interested sure. to hear some stories about uh, Ain and Emma's first time in the state of championships. <laughs> nice. No, it was, it was good. Um, this was the, we'd taken a car ride up to Destin before, which is about six hours. But this was the first one really since they've both been older. Um, and it was a good nine, nine and a half, including stops and stuff like that. They handled it well. They were, they were troopers throughout the whole thing. But we drove from here all the way up to um, Oak Mountain State Park where they've got some cabins out there. And I won't say which one we stay at. I got to keep a little bit of a secret, but it's the best one by far. They, um, you know, we get there and it's these cabins on a lake and it's, you come off the road that runs through the middle of the state park and it goes downhill into this like, right. you know, little valley that's got the lake and the mountain comes up on either side and they have kayaks and, you know, trails and all that kind of stuff. And the kids were just in hog heaven. They, they loved it. And I was really proud of them. The, the one thing that's changed the most um, was they used to have, you couldn't get cell coverage down there when I stayed there with my parents. It was a place that we'd been to, me and my parents stayed at several times um, as I was growing up and then when I was in college too. And they used to not have TV, no internet, of course, because there wasn't Wi-Fi back then, but there was also no cell service. So when I used to stay there, I'd have to drive up to the top of the hill to the parking lot for the main trailhead that's up there and call Blair from there because it was high up enough to actually get right. a bit of a signal <laughs> on, my, on my Motorola phone that used to play the Alabama theme song in like 8-bit notes, you know? Right. That kind of cell phone. Exactly. And so, um, but you go now, they have um, they have Dish Network, so they have a TV in the cabin, and you actually can oh, wow. get some cell coverage. But it was a, it was a good balance because um, it, it, it was kind of funny. The, the, having to watch a TV where you can only pick what's on to my kids is right. like not having internet or anything when, or any TV at all when we were kids, right? It's like taking a step <laughs> back 20 years, right? Right. And so um, we turned it on and, you know, there were some times when everybody's rotating through showers and or getting you know, ready for bed and stuff like that where um, it doesn't really facilitate group activities as much. So we turn it on and put it on Nickelodeon and Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs and then Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs too was on. Either one of those was on every night, it seemed like. And so we came running joke. What part's the movie on now? You know, you turn it over right, 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 we have right. like three kids channels and one of them was Cartoon Network, which really isn't the kids channel after a certain time. It's not even most of the day anyway. And so we, um, you know, we turned it on a little bit, didn't really rely on it. We did a lot of fishing. Aiden caught the most fish. He caught the first and the last and the most. Did you catch a release or did you actually clean and eat some? Yeah, there was, we didn't catch anything big enough to clean it. There have been okay. some good eight or nine pound bass pulled out of that lake. Um, but we, everything we caught was, most of it was, um, was a little, little brim on a live worm, like tiny ones. You had to oh, use the tiny yeah, hook yeah. kind of thing. You know, it's more for the fun of it than anything else. So it was all catch and release. But we, um, we, we did a lot of fishing, um, did a lot of hiking. And that if you come out of the cabin and go down a little ways, there's a spillway on the backside of the lake that turns into a little creek at the bottom, and you can cross the rocks. And the kids were loving doing that kind of stuff. And so we did um, enjoyed the nature. Three of the days we were there were all just 
crafts in the cabin, spending time together, spending time outside. We went uh, pedal boating after we got back from CNU. So it was good, a lot of good outside time, a lot of good nature, and, and they loved every bit of it. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it was neat to take them to the same cabin that 8, 11, 13, 15, 20-year-old Adam you know, used to go was to. Was it the that. exact same one? We, me and my parents same... stayed at the same one every time, and we stayed okay. in the one that we stayed in. And, you know, some of the furniture's changed and stuff like that, but for the most part, they're exactly the same. And it's right. really cool to take them, know that we're walking through the same door, sleeping in the same bed, you know, all that kind of stuff. So oh, probably not the same bed. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> the same bedroom. How about that? Same bedroom. Yeah. There you go. That, yeah. that works. But no, one of the one of the cool things there is uh, they saw lightning bugs for the first time, which they'd never seen before. For the first time? Yeah. We don't have them much down here. Really? Well, we, we there are places where you can see them, but a lot of the suburb stuff, they decimate the, the green space to build the neighborhood. Right. And so um, this cabin's situated right up against the woods. And so every night at about 8, 8.15, you go out back and it's just like, looks like Main Street's trees back in the day, you know, when they had right, the, light, right. the, the sparkle lights in the trees. And the kids love that. And then we would put out little pieces of food, different types of things to get the raccoons to come so they could watch them through the window and they're not all that raccoons. kind of stuff. What's that? They're trash, trash pandas. pandas. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Furry State bandits. of Alabama, they're trash pandas. Trash pandas. There you go. So we did that kind of stuff too, um, but it was good. It was really good. We had a great time. The um, rest of the time we were there, I think uh, Tuesday, um, we went to Tuscaloosa, and so the kids I got need, to see. I need, I need stories. Yeah, the kids got. Well, it was really hot. That was the big story. It was holy cow. <laughs> it's it's uh, definitely transitioned into a walking campus, and so yeah. to, to show the kids a lot of things, we had to walk, and it was most most of it was. Oh, it's so hot. That's cool, Daddy, that you went there when you were like. 20, but, uh, you know, so there was a, there was an element to that, but, but no, um, the biggest thing from that was the Ferg is the same, but different. Yep. Um, the soup store is the same, but very different, right? Those kinds and of much things. bigger, but I walked into HM Comer hall and they've, they gutted that building yeah. floor to ceiling. Even the entryway has been brought out to the road and it was literally, it, it really, really bothered me greatly because it felt like I was never there. That was where I spent a good portion of my four years and where my name was out front on the little thing was gone and where my name was up on the second floor was gone and the building's different and I don't recognize any of this. And it really <laughs> bothered me that this is familiar to somebody. There's somebody at one point where like, this is where I went and they'll have that 20 years from now, you know, right. but the, the old metal staircase and the hydraulic elevator and the 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 tan cinder block walls and all that stuff that we it's just it's gone forever you know so it was really so, hard that that was hard for me I'll, I'll be honest one of the things i actually enjoyed about being near the football stadium uh i went so the way alabama's campus is is situated if, if you're for those that haven't been on campus uh if you're if you're looking at a map of the campus Adam was on the, I guess, really it was on the north side of campus because uh, facing Northport yeah. is, is north, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and, and all of the engineering buildings and all of the smart people buildings are <laughs> that side of the quad. Yeah. Uh, and then you have on the south side in your football is business, education, communications. The communications building looks the same as it did today, uh, 20 years ago, the same as it did 40 years ago, the same as it will 40 years from now. Yep. 
I can walk into that building and know exactly where every room is yeah. and know exactly what's in each room. Yep. Anytime I step in that building. And this was the and exact will, opposite of that. Like literally, yeah. you like literally it, it, the only thing that was the same was the side <laughs> of yeah. the building and where the windows were and stuff. Like, you know, the one next to that, I can't remember the name of it. Um, it looks more modern and it's right next to H.M. Comer. Shelby Hall? Uh, no, Shelby Hall's behind it. It was one of the ones I can't remember the name of, but it's right next to it. That one was the same. Like I had a few classes in there and did a few receptions and things like that in there, but most of my time was in H.M. Comer. And I was cool with the Ferg being different because I at least could kind of navigate where things were a little bit, like the theater right. and the food was in the same place, but the seating's on the outside now and all that. And it's a but, lot better food. Too. Oh, sure. Yeah, if we had had Auntie Anne's when I was there, it would have been a much oh. different situation for me. In <laughs> You'd be in the same situation I'm in right now. Yeah. But, um, but no, it was good. It, I, I will say, though, the whole visit was redeemed. And I'm going to show you the, the cup, you know, Taco Casa. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I know the whole situation was redeemed by Guthrie's and Taco Casa because I knew 15th Street was different. I knew McFarland would be different. The tornado changed the landscape of a good bit of that. But there's also been yeah. natural development that happens. Yeah, but going to Guthrie's and it's the same building and you eat the chicken and it tastes exactly, I mean, exactly the same. Yeah. And then you go to Taco Casa and we went inside and the kids were kind of leery, and they're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> As anyone should be. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but they, they put that enchilada with the hot sauce on it in front of you. It, literally, man, it is like it had not changed. One molecule of it had not changed. It's probably the same did you cheese. Get, you did know. you get the beef cheesy nachos? No. No, I didn't get those. Oh. I always I always went for the enchilada when I was there, yeah. which is just a soft taco with hot sauce on it. I mean, it's not uh, like it's yeah. fancy. I mean, right? let's be honest. But, yeah, I had to get the Tervis tumbler of the Taco Casa cup because that yeah. – that, redeemed it's like something is still the same you know yeah and i needed that i needed that after seeing that building be completely different but you know we did DCH that H is still horrible don't ever go there yeah right unless you <laughs> absolutely have to right but it, the one thing that you let me know about and I, I didn't process it this way was all of the extra parking on the periphery yeah. especially down towards the rec center the band practice field out that way and i, I was like what, what what is all of this for but it's that People park out there and they're not allowed to bring cars on campus. You were telling me about that. That was one thing that surprised me. But the funny part was we got behind the um, Crimson ri Tide Ride, right? Crimson Ride. The Crimson Ride. We got behind the Crimson Ride shuttle and Aiden was like, oh, does that take people around campus? And I said, yeah. He said, do you think Nick Saban's on there? I was like, no. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I told Did him, I said, no, he, he, he has a Mercedes and... He has a drive, you know, I told him the whole thing. And he was like, every Mercedes we saw, he's like, is that Nick Saban? Is that Nick Saban in that Mercedes? Is he over there in that Mercedes? I could have, I could have taken you by his house. See, we should have. Next time we'll have to do that because we're probably going to yeah. come up for a game now. But we I need know, to do that. I know, I know that his, his subdivision. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> so. But yeah, we did that on Tuesday. We came up to see you on Friday. We'll talk that in a second. But we um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Saturday on the way back, we stopped in Prattville and went to the movie theater that had been built as I was in college and saw a movie, but we saw the library hasn't changed there. My houses, the two houses I lived in in Prattville are still there. And all of that is like literally the same everywhere. Yeah. And so that was good too. That was nice. And the kids were, it seemed a lot more interested in that than they were Tuscaloosa because they're the age that I was when I lived there. And I think they could put themselves in that a lot more right. easily. Right. Yeah. So um, that, that was really good. Enjoyed that. And we ate at the Mexican restaurant there. They have this, something about Mexican food in this trip, right? But they have a Mexican <laughs> restaurant there that has one of our favorite things in the whole world, me and my parents. And they still serve that. And it was exactly the same. So 
it was nice to see all that kind of stuff and and introduce it to the kids but um yeah but yeah did you go ahead did you, do you happen to know the people that live in your old houses i do not no we don't okay. know them did you go do the Miranda Lambert? <laughs> the house that built me thing? No. Yeah. No, we didn't do that. <laughs> now, we checked to see if they were maybe for sale or, you know, something like that. And maybe we could sneak in that way. But um, no, there wasn't. I don't, I honestly, I did find some pictures on realtor.com of the second house. Um, I, I honestly don't know that I would want to. I'm a little really? bit, after after the whole Jim Comer thing, I'm kind of scared to go <laughs> in anywhere, to be honest. I'm like, this is not at all. What did you do? You know? kind of right. thing but no it was it was good it was cool to see um and the big thing about travel was everything so close you know because living in the orlando area for so long like we have everything's far apart you know and even if it's close it takes a while to get there for traffic and all that to show right. them how my church was a minute and a half from my front door and then my school was like three minutes from where my mom worked and all this stuff it's like they're like man this is yeah. this is a whole other thing you know so that's pretty cool yeah it was cool and then seeing you guys was good we finally made our way up there I, I first time in twelve years. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, do, do you want to talk about your your thoughts? Because I'm I'm always interested to know because you know I describe where I live. I describe all that stuff. I I, I I'm always interested to see someone else's opinion that's never been up here. What did it did it match what they thought it would be? Yes and no. Um, okay. It it. The where you live did completely your house and and where your house is that whole area on there on your street that was pretty much locked in what I thought it would be. Yeah, it feels like though that that part of Madison is in between a state of having been there and in a state of becoming. Yep, like you can tell that there are absolutely brand new things, and then there are absolutely things that have been here for thirty years. Yep. And there's not a lot of in between because it went through that phase and now it's really starting to take off. That's kind of how it felt to me. I don't know if that's true or not. But, it is actually. But it was what, what got me about Huntsville in, in that area is it's like cluster of buildings at this exit, cluster of buildings at this exit, top golf, yeah. cluster of buildings <laughs> at this exit. You know, it's like you could tell where the little hubs of activity and how things have built around certain things, you know, so it was interesting to see. So what's funny is where our top golf is, that used to be our mall. And they just they tore the mall down, yeah. And they made this this beautiful amphitheater, Top Golf. Uh, Trader Joe's is there. They now have it's called Mid City, and and, and they've got uh, Dave and Buster's. They've got a, a whole bunch of new cool yeah. things that's coming to town. That's cool. So yeah, and you got the it, industry to support it. I mean, people are coming to Huntsville for business from yeah. all over the world because of your businesses that you have and the NASA thing and all of that. So it makes sense. Um, I did find out though that our stadium technically is bigger than your stadium. So Aiden was right; has more in, seats. And what? But okay, <laughs> sorry, it's the truth. So, so your single A stadium has more seats. Well, they yes. do host the Detroit Tigers for spring training. Right, that's why it has exactly. more seats. But technically, that's Aiden why. was right; it is bigger. Technically, the attendance numbers don't reflect that. Right <laughs> during the minor league season. Say, Let's look at attendance for the Rocket City right. Trash Pandas and look at attendance for the Flying Tigers. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I, I have one more story, and then we can, okay. can talk, um, talk yours. So one of the big things, um, we went to see my grandparents' grave there in Montgomery. Yeah. And actually, they're buried literally 20, 30 yards from Jim Fife. So I had to introduce the kids to Touchdown Auburn and all that and almost threw up in my mouth a little bit. But, hey, you know, respect the guy. Rest in peace. And um, we were 
we went to see them and I had one of the things my grandfather, my papa always did when I would stay over at their house or I'd be visiting and stuff is he'd come home from work and he'd have a little package of Freedent gum in his pocket and he'd always give it to me or have it in a paper sack, you know, that kind of thing. And so I found Freedent gum at Walmart and left a couple of packages for him and then put some flowers in a little glass vase for my grandmother, my Mimi on her side and um, realized we didn't have anything to attach it, you know, make it stick. So it didn't just roll off when the wind blew. Please tell me you used the gum. No, we didn't use the gun. <laughs> that honestly didn't enter my mind. That, that's not a bad idea. But we, we ran and got some double stick tape and went back. And I was telling my kids, you know, I was telling them stories. And, you know, because Blair got the opportunity to at least meet my grandmother. And so she had stories of her own that she told and all of that. And we're standing there. And one of the continuing things that has happened was when my grandfather passed away at his funeral, there was a rainbow right over us. Yeah. And then when my grandmother passed at her funeral, there was a rainbow right over us. So it's always been a thing that when we see a rainbow, we say, Hey, there's Mimi and Papa. They're saying, Hey, so about the time we were at the grave site, my parents were at our house here feeding the animals and they go out in the backyard and there's a rainbow. Oh, wow. We're standing at the grave. We had put the double stick tape on the vase. We were sitting there. We told our stories and everything. And we turn around to get in the car and where we were, there was a rainbow at the same time. Wow. I know. I know. That's kind of freaky. And it's like that the weather and the angle of the sun were such in two completely different yet related places to have a rainbow at the same time. Yeah. It was just like absolute chills, man. Yeah. It was the coolest that, thing ever. It was the coolest thing that's ever. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I know. I, I, so Words. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> words hard. <laughs> exactly. No, no words here for me. No words. Did, no, uh, it, was, it was awesome. Did, did did y'all go see Prattville's biggest uh, biggest attraction, the uh, the Bass Bass Pro Shop? We did, we did go to the Bass Pro Shop, and it yeah. is big, man. Dude, it's, it's an impressive I think it's one. The biggest one in the state, yeah, at least. I mean, it's got to be. If it's not, I'd be shocked because that that's even bigger than the one we go to. I would say it might even it rivals Orlando to an extent. Wow. I think Orlando's is deeper and what you know, like goes back further. But right, 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 right. But it has the two stories and the big tank and and an elevator and. It was impressive. Yeah. 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 So I have to ask, did when y'all drove up, did y'all go through Atlanta or did you go up through Alabama? To we went up through Alabama. Okay. Yeah, we, we went up through Dothan. <coughs> Excuse me. Pretty much on purpose. Um, um, it, it's the way it navigated us first and foremost. But when we passed through Dothan at the Visit Dothan Chamber of Commerce kind of right. building they've got, there's the Golden Peanut. And so yep. me and my parents always tried to spot the golden peanut on the way up and on the way back. And so I had to introduce the kids to that too. And so it worked out it, that that was the best way to go. So, so three, three things that you did. Am I asked, did you stop at? Okay. Did you stop at the Conecuh in, in Conecuh County? No. Did you stop at Brewster's peanut or Brewster's uh, pecans? No. Or priesters. Did you stop at Peach Park? I, in Clanton. No, we did not. Did you even make an Alabama trek? <laughs> we absolutely made an Alabama trek. <laughs> Those are the three big things. There was you trust at. me. The, the way we had to pack, there was no room for peaches. There was no there was no speed there was no peach cargo space <laughs> except for our bellies. <laughs> I don't care. Those are the three places and the, the you the have crazy, to stop. You know the peach park thing. I, I get it for that because that's actually just north of Prattville. We were we passed there a couple of times. Right. So yeah, I understand that one. I did. And then the, 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 the priesters, that's that's a big thing you stop at. Yeah. And then Conecuh is Alabama's sausage. Where is where is the Conecuh place? It is south of 
uh, Evergreen, I think. I said, let me look on a map. Where was this? You ha- Just it, under the little, water tower in Evergreen, Alabama. Let's see. Um, it, it, yeah, it's see a that? little off the interstate, but it's it, it, there is a Connecticut County uh, thing. Yeah, because we, we were way far east of that, right? Because we went up through Doth and Detroit and Montgomery. So we weren't even on that side of the state. Okay, y'all didn't even yeah. do 65. Then. No, okay, well, we did 65 between Birmingham and Prattville. Where's the where's Priesters again? I, we I stopped at Priesters before with my parents. Priesters it's pecans. it's on sixty five south of Montgomery, so you yeah have yeah we wouldn't have touched that either. Yeah. Okay okay. Did you see the Montgomery Riverfront where there's a very now famous battle? <laughs> now what what's the battle? <laughs> oh my gosh! Have you not seen the viral YouTube? No. I'm okay. Scared. We're gonna do this so uh, straight on. Just just do it. Right as we're doing the show, I want a live feed. Google Montgomery, Alabama weekend riverfront battle or fight. Weekend riverfront. Oh my gosh, that's where the baseball stadium is too, man. Yeah, it is. Just just watch this. Montgomery this riverfront brawl leads to multiple arrests. Raw footage. Here we go. I'm not going <laughs> to share the screen or share the sound. <laughs> Let's see. let me turn this down a little bit. Now there's two no, guys on a boat ramp. Uh-huh. Okay. This doesn't look too bad yet. Oh, he ran at him. Threw a punch. Oh, the guy threw his hat in the air. Oh, boy. There they go. All right, it's just two guys. Oh, no. Oh, okay. just wait. Okay, now it's five versus one. Now five versus two. Wait till you see the guy swimming from the the river to get up on the dock to help the security guard. All right, hang on. It's not bad yet. I'm, I'm fast-forwarding as we sit here. So, that, okay, they've separated it. They've separated it. So that, didn't, that didn't look horrible, but... Ooh. Okay. Oh, wait, no, one. I got... Okay, ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lots of Lots of running and the throwing of the fisticuffs, and there's the swimmer. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Welcome to Alabama. Man. He really did swim to get over there, and now he's taking his yeah. shoes off. <laughs> oh my gosh, that that's that's sad, but also kind of funny. And I don't want it to be that funny anyway. It is. It's funny. Yeah, we didn't stop at the riverfront. I'm kind of glad we passed it on the way. <laughs> try that. Try that in a big town in Alabama. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my gosh, amazing. So anyway, uh, do you do you want to give a a. Uh, a thought on the Toy Box Bistro since we talked about it on the show. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> it I, The menu was just as funky as it seemed like it was going to be. Okay. It was. I don't think I've ever had bread and butter fried pickles before, like sweet pickles They're like so that. Good. They were really good. Um, I liked what I got. I got the pulled pork egg rolls, and I thought that was a really cool presentation instead of a sandwich. So I, I didn't regret that at all. The fries were great. I love the atmosphere, though. Uh-huh. Um, service could have been a little faster. <clears throat> it could have. You're you right. Know, you know. Portal. Yeah, portal. <laughs> that was so. Yeah, for everybody listening, our table is right by the door that led from the kitchen into the other dining area. And every time they go through it, instead of corner, like they do in most kitchens, they said portal because this is like a sci-fi themed place. So portal, right. portal. And then as we left, we took it upon ourselves to all say portal <laughs> through the same door. And Aiden just ate it up. Oh, as he did. Everybody went through. Oh yeah. No, it was really good. I enjoyed it. I I, I can I can see why they had a lunch crowd. I would have. Yeah. Made that a regular lunch place if I lived up there for sure. Yeah. So sad it has officially closed now. Oh, dang. 
COVID killed it. The saddest part of that is not necessarily that they've closed, but that somebody already had all the toys in there spoken for. I know. I know. Because <laughs> that was like every single one of the collectibles. Just so we're clear, everybody who's give it, gracing their ear holes with this, this show tonight or today, they we're talking all the way back to like original Millennium Falcon yeah. playset toys. Like that's how far back this stuff went. So it was really cool. All pe- like older Pez that even older than that. Mm-hmm. I'd say yeah. that. And we actually bought sequence because the table we were sitting at, there were board games on the ceiling. Right. And sequence was one of them. And I saw that board and I was like, that must, that looks like it'd be really, really fun to play. End up buying it and we love it. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Awesome. We picked something up in our, in a way from, from being there. So it was good. And then this entire time we're eating lunch, there's this debate on, are we going to go to this really cool ice cream shop or are we going to go to this donut <laughs> shop? We thought at this, at this time that the guys were going to go get donuts and the ladies were going to go get ice cream. Literally, we talked that the whole meal. That, that was the yeah. plan for the hour and a half-ish plus that we were sitting there. As we're walking to the car, Adam and Adam was about to get in the Tesla with me and me and Aiden, and everybody else was going to go to Adam's car. Well, they, they said, the girl said, no, we want donuts now. Very, very, very confidently. Like, they had never said ice cream to begin with. Right. <laughs> so we all go and get parlor donuts. Yeah, it was worth it. And that was a really cool place. It was. It was really Makes cool. We want to buy one of those t-shirts now. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. With the space shuttle on it. Yeah. Uh, where this wonderful person in line heard our our children say they want a what Krispy Kreme or, or sprinkle it was a sprinkle. Donut it was or, called a carnival donut. I think it had yeah. spring. It was basically just white icing with sprinkles. And, and they and ran and heard ran to it. Ellie ran to it and was like, "Daddy, that's what I want." And then right. Emma kind of turned to me and quietly said, "That's the one I wanted." And you were like, no, we're going to let the visitors have the one that's the last one. And we had this whole conversation about it. And as this person was um, wrapping up her order of like half a dozen or a dozen, she was like, oh, I'm also going to get that one separately, please. And so I turned around and it was gone. And the guy working the counter was looking at me like, oh, no, he's not going to be a happy camper. And I was like, well, because they heard Ellie talking about it. I mean, Ellie has a voice like mine. Yeah, exactly. No, it's true. (laughs) And so he looked at me and I'm like, did she take that donut? And she was like, he's like, yeah, yes, sir. Kind of like on that kid on the Simpsons or the kid from the Simpsons. Right. You're like, yes, sir. He took the donut. She took it and she ordered it. I was like, well, okay. Well, he said, I tell you what, I'll make you two. What that way they both can have one and made a couple of extras for us in the back. So they did the right thing yep. by far, you know? Yep. So that alone, uh-huh. I mean, if we ever back up there again, we would grace them with our business again, because that was really cool to do. I think we, we vocally said, yeah, that's not cool that she she did that, is it? <laughs> yeah, right. And they were like, no, no, it's not. Let me go make the customer happy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but um, it was good. What is it that, I can't remember the conversation we had, but why this came up about how Emma and Ellie were basically Dave and Adam. Yeah. What, what, was, what were we talking about? I think kind of what you were alluding to there that, you know, it's like, it was, was, it, it was something about college. Yeah. But I think it was like, you know, she has your voice, you know, yeah. she's heard, you know, that kind of thing. And it was like, oh, that's, that's the one I, that's the one I was going to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, I'll and, just, you know, won't say anything out loud about it and just smile, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah, it it, it, it was funny watching them play. And, and for, for now, I guess what, six, seven years yeah. that they've seen each other maybe once a year Yeah, and, and watching them play like they, they're 
little versions of you and I. Yeah, that was the coolest thing. It really was because yeah. we walked in the door and almost immediately Ellie invited Emma into her space and into her world with her crayons and her clay. And it wasn't even a question. Like, yeah, Emma knew she was going to do that. And Ellie knew she was going to invite her to do that. And it was just really cool to see them just go and do it like they had done it a million yeah. times. You know, I, I think to me, this was this is what I found was the coolest thing about Ellie and Emma. You know, that the time that when we came down to see y'all in March, you know, I had, I had already warned Ellie. I said, Ellie, Emma hadn't seen you in three years. She's yep. a very shy person. She's not a hugger. She, she's not. She, she'll she'll say hi. She'll talk to you. She, Emma won't say five words to me, but she'll she'll <laughs> talk to she'll talk to Ellie. Um, and, and at the very end of the trip, Ellie got a hug out of Emma, and she was so proud of it. Oh yeah. And, and as soon as Emma walked into the door, she hugged Ellie, yeah. and Ellie looked back at me and said, "I got a hug, Daddy." <laughs> <laughs> she has done it. Yeah. She has done it. Yeah, that's awesome. So. Uh, <laughs> And, and I, I tell you this, Amanda said, dude, if your daughter talking to me, if your daughter was as much of a daddy's girl as Emma is to Adam, I would die. <laughs> <laughs> she Very said, true. If Ellie gave me a look that she get that like Emma gave Blair and then just melted around you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Elliot have no face. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's it's kind of a running joke now, but Blair will say something like, "Okay, it's time to go brush our teeth," and she'll be like, "Oh, okay, just give me a minute," and 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 then I'll come over and I'll say, "Emma, it's time to brush your teeth." She's like, "Okay, Daddy," and gives me a hug <laughs> and all of that. So she does it kind of for the 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 com- comedic value of it, but no, there are moments right, right. for sure. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So I don't know how much of my vacation we can talk. Because my vacation was at your workplace. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, overall, overall, did you enjoy yourself? How about overall, that? Overall, yes. Other than the weather. <laughs> weather sucked. <laughs> uh, this is the first time we've done a truly summer trip. Yeah. You know, we, we go all the time, but it's mostly fall break, spring break. Um, and I, I can't remember a time we've done August. Yeah. I now know why. That was the hottest I have ever been in my life. I'm telling you, man. I let the dog out today about 10 o'clock. And just walking out onto the patio, oh, it was mm, yeah, toasty. I mean, the day we left, we, we did, or yesterday, good grief. <laughs> it's already been a <laughs> yeah, long yesterday, The day we left, like it was that long yeah. ago. Uh, I walked from our, our resort room to my car. Yeah. And I was already buckets, sweating buckets. I'm telling you, loading the car, leaving Alabama, I felt the same way. Yeah. Just dripping off your face. And yeah. Um, I, I will say this too, and, and tell me if I'm going too far, but just, you know, you, you can stop me later. I'll give but, you the, I'll give you the secret shut up signal. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> everyone has always said that throughout the pandemic, the, the parks are not as normal this was the first time I could say the Disney cast member experience was well back to pre-pandemic experience. Good. Every cast member uh, waiter, waitress we had was amazing. Uh, I think having the care, the cultural experience back in Epcot is a huge thing. Uh, during the pandemic, we went to 
and ate at uh, Rosen Crown. And I asked the server, you know, oh, what's this? And then he's in his Jacksonville accent. I don't know. <laughs> let, let me go. Let me go check. Yeah. Yeah. But this time we ate at Akershurst, which is the, the Norwegian princess breakfast. And she's she is sitting there telling us, eat this waffle with this cheese and this blueberry jam. Put it all together. Mm. That's how we eat it in Norway. I would have never thought to do that. That's amazing. And she's sitting there telling us about her experience and and growing up in Norway eating this food that we're eating and so not only do we get to enjoy the food we get to actually enjoy hearing a little bit about the culture so I, I think that that just adds a huge element that's well, something it's something no one else can time. yeah that's it's something no one else can replicate you can't right. you can't I mean you could hire international people but putting them in their element with things that they're familiar with they're acting like a cultural guide. That's the whole point. Right. You know, that's, you can't replicate that easily somewhere else. No, you can't. Um, that's good. And, and I'll say, Oh, Harper had one of the biggest disappointments of this trip. I have been talking up Tron this entire time. Oh man. She was so ready to write it. I got us all virtual cues about <sighs> two o'clock. The time came for us all to go write it. We get up to the thing, and I, I looked at the uh, the little stanchion that has the you must be this tall. I said, let's just go look just in case. Yeah. Half an inch too short. Oh, you could have seen buckets coming out of this girl's eyes. I can only imagine. It was so bad. Was dude. there any kind of like pass for when you come back kind of thing? No. That's I, I know. I... I, I the one thing that I think Universal does that I think Disney should do is y'all 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 did this with Emma, you know when mm -hmm. she was riding Hagrid's and was yeah. just too short. They said here's here's something for when you get back, yeah, and you're tall enough, yeah. So fast pass, a front of the line, or whatever, yeah. Express pass for this ride. I, I I wish Disney would do something like that. Different different demand necessitates different processes, you know, because you give one, you're going to give a million. Right. And then right. kids are now, and, and whereas you you said, you know, you kind of jokingly said, because I know you would never compromise safety. No, I would With not. my wide eyes. But, you know, I should have put my kid in her heels or I should have stuffed her shoes. You know, people would be unstuffing shoes and taking the sole out of shoes and like, oh, they're barefoot or the thin just to get that pass. And now they're on the internet for sale, you know, so there's right. reasons, but... But no, that, that, that was a pretty cool thing. I just didn't know if they did anything like that. But no, they don't, unfortunately. Did, were you able to make it up in any way? Did she do something that she really enjoyed? Did she get over it, I, or was it tough? She got over it. We, we did do the uh, the dessert party for the fireworks, oh, okay. so she enjoyed that. Nice. Yeah. When you got Amanda on Seven Dwarfs. I got Amanda on Seven Dwarfs, which <laughs> and is, Tron, right? And, did she do Tron? Or no, did she stay no, back? she didn't do Tron. Just somebody back. had to sit back with Harper. Oh wow, Harper just was I magically should, a half inch too short. I know I should have been the one to sit back with Harper, but well, you would you enjoy that? I mean, that's not that's not Amanda's cup of tea, right? I, it's not. But Amanda had psyched herself up to write it. Do child so I swap. Figured, yeah, but then Harper would have had to wait twice, and that would have been. <laughs> Life's tough, kid. Get over it. Mama wants to do Tron. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am going to say oh, one thing. All right. And look, I understand why Disney did what they did. I understand. Oh, boy. I'm giving you the no, secret I, signal. No, you're not. You're not. Okay. I understand why they extended food and wine July all the way to November. Sure. 
it gives us all a chance to experience this when kids are out of school. Yep. Awesome. I love it. But if you're going to do that, do seasonal food. Because I don't want to eat chicken <laughs> stew or cheese soup. What? And what, 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 what did you just say? Cheese soup. Dip. You said it. You admitted it. In 150 degree weather. That is fall food that should be eaten when it is in Florida, 70 degrees. Yeah. Not when it's sweltering heat. <laughs> we lowered the temperature of the cheese soup five degrees to compensate for the summer. <laughs> right. No, but I get why. And I, I, I like that they did a longer food and wine because it, it lets yeah. people experience it more. Well, you don't have to visit but, a small window. Right. So. But let's do a seasonal <laughs> menu. Like yeah. up until September, we're going to do summer foods. Finger foods and only. Right. And then <laughs> September down to November, do fall foods. Yeah, that's what you could do. It's the soup festival for that three days uh, that it's cold in no. January. <laughs> so, okay, dude. Their thing this year is cheese. Mm, cheese. And and if you eat like five of these cheese dishes, you get a special cheesecake at the end. Mm. Along with a but imagine serving of 150 degrees <laughs> eating <laughs> all of these cheeses. <laughs> You're already drinking yeah. some of this beer. And then over at Norway, she's like, eat the cheese on the waffle with the blueberries. Right. <laughs> 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 No more dairy. I can't take it anymore. Oh, dear God. <laughs> okay, we also have to talk the pickle milkshake. Yeah, I, let's talk that after I try it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in specifically. I'm just going to say, it, I would buy it again. Well, you put, why is this good on Facebook, right? That was I your did. reaction. I put, why is this good? Yeah. Because it shouldn't be. Yeah, exactly. But it's so good. Yeah. It we'll is. I, I believe it. I believe it. Absolutely, I believe want, it. It, it's, it and, falls in the same realm as like French fries dipped in ice cream kind of thing. It's like right, yeah. I, did you watch Amanda's video of Ellie trying it? Uh, yes, I did. Okay, and she's like, "It's good, it's good, yeah, but it's gross. <laughs> but it's, it's not the good. best, but it's not the worst. Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, That's after funny. she said that, after the camera was off of her, she drank half of it. Nice. So." Why does it work? Science. It says it on the cup. It's science. Right. <laughs> 100% chance of science. <laughs> All right. So we're at an hour, but yeah, two things. Okay. I want to get my dad's question in really quick. And then I want to talk minions. We, we, have to, we have to talk this out. Yeah, we do. You think we can do that in a reasonable amount of time? <laughs> sure. All right. Because right. I have some thoughts. You haven't even done it yet, and you have thoughts. What are you talking about? All right, let me cue this up. Here we go for Virgil asked a question. Good to be on the uh, podcast again. I got this week's Virgil asked a question. According to Chartmasters, the top artists, CSPC best-selling artists of all time, or well, the top five are listed as the Beatles, Michael Jackson. Elvis Presley, Queen, and Madonna. They are scored by studio albums, other LPs, physical singles, digital singles, and streams. Their combined total of units for all five of them sold are 
608,961,000. My question is a two-part question. Who is listed as the number one top-selling artist or group, and how many units have they sold to date? How am I supposed to know that? Well, just think about it. Although I was for a second, one billion units. Yeah. I'd say the Beatles. You would be correct. Without looking, take a stab. Have you, were you, if you were Googling, you can just say it. It's fine. But take a stab if you weren't at units because this I includes wasn't. streams, albums. Yeah. I wasn't 99 cent downloads. The, the reason it couldn't be Garth Brooks because he doesn't do streaming. Yeah. Um, can you imagine if he, if he did? Man. Oh, gosh, dude. And why is the you dude still it. selling multi packs of CDs at Walmart at Christmas? It's like Garth, my man. Because he's, he's Garth. <laughs> my man. Come on. Um, let's go 1.3 billion. Oh, no, it's not that high. It's up okay. there. 423 million. 423,171. 423 million. Yeah. I wish we could get that many downloads. I know, right? I figured it'd be the Beatles. I mean, that's yeah, yeah. Although I hate the Beatles, I I know you I do. I've got to, I don't understand you. I don't understand it. It's like abstract art, but music. Not always. Come on. Oh, yesterday? not their early stuff. Not their early stuff. And then they've got a couple of them. paperback writers, pretty good. But then I am the Walrus, and we we've had this conversation. But right, I am the right. Walrus. Okay. Cuckoo, no, cuckoo. So Come any, on, man. anything on the Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Band album is horrible. oh for sure. I, I don't like that psychedelic stuff. Yeah. But yesterday, uh, um, uh, oh, uh, uh, not teardrops on my guitar. My guitar lies gently weeping. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that That's George Harrison. That's, yeah. that's the Beatles. Yeah. Um, yeah come but, together. But even like, yeah, it's better when Aerosmith did it. Um, it was the Beatles said originally. No one ever until this day. That's the first time anybody in history has ever said that. Right. But um, but even yesterday, the version that they put out feels rushed, low production quality. And I know it was the sixties, seventies, whatever. Boys you're saying boys and men did it better? Yes. Oh my gosh. So much better. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's the benefit of more modern recording equipment, I suppose. Right, exactly. If they had yeah. the same benefit, they could do the same thing. Yeah. And granted, they made a whole movie about the Beatles music, and I didn't hate the movie yesterday. It was pretty good. But Oh, what is it the Beatles movie? That every song is in Beatles it's around the Across something. the universe or something like that, isn't it? Yeah, it's across the universe. Yeah. Great movie. I haven't seen that one. Mm. It, you'd enjoy it. Oh, thank you, Dave. I'll, I'll take you I, I, be I believe you would. <laughs> oh, another funny story. Shoot. Uh, so this trip, we did a lot of meet and greets because it's all inside, right? Um, most of them are inside. Sure. We, we get to, to Launch Bay, and... Uh, Chewbacca was awesome because Harper was wearing a Chewbacca dress. And so he interacted great with them, uh, with, with Harper. And we were going to do Darth Vader because we got into the line and got into the Chewbacca thing. And it said 15 minute wait. So we're like, all right, we're going to do these pictures, go to Darth Vader. It was a 45 minute wait when we got out of there. Oof. So nope, not doing that. Yeah. Then I remembered, Oh, I have a Disney visa. <laughs> and the, <laughs> that's Darth Vader. Love it. <laughs> it was straight walk in. So this whole time, you know, we're walking down and I'm explaining to Harper who Darth Vader is and he's the bad guy, but he's really not that bad. He, he's just 
you know, he's just misunderstood and he's not really uh, who he thinks he is and blah, 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 blah. And then <laughs> before he comes up, you know, I'm talking to the cast member and they're, they're talking with us. And Harper looks at me and says, Daddy, why is he bad? I look at her. I said, well, honey, it all started with a pod race. <laughs> <laughs> the cast member died. I love it. Laughing. That's amazing. <laughs> and, and then Darth Vader's turn in the corner. And she's all excited. She, she said, all right, it's your turn. Here he comes. And he turns the corner and she sees him for the first time. I have never seen this child move back behind Amanda oh, so fast. Imagine. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's different in person. I have to say it really is. It really yeah. is. Yeah. And I told I told Ellie as he as she was walking up, said, "Call a mannequin." She said, "No, Daddy, that that no." <laughs> Walk up to him and say, "Annie, are you okay?" <laughs> and, and I, I Ellie, love how uh, a guy that that slaughtered an entire race of creatures on Tatooine, and then all the younglings at the Jedi Temple is misunderstood. You're definitely a, you're definitely a prequel apologist, there, Dave. I am a prequel apologist. <laughs> I love sure. the prequels. You just showed your stripes on that one. That was amazing. <laughs> I, awesome. I love the originals the best, but the pre, I love the backstory of Anakin and all that. Sure. So, Absolutely. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So we had, and, and then as we're walking back around, I, I always take the long way around in Hollywood studios just to go back through galaxy's edge one more time. Oh, sure. And, and uh, Ellie's wearing her Ray, her, her comfortable Ray dress. As we're walking back up, Ray starts coming back and Ellie just takes off. And, and like Ray sits there for like 20 minutes talking to us. So I, I love the roaming characters in Galaxy. Oh, sure. Edge. Absolutely. Have you seen Mando yet? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh they actually got their picture with with Mando. Good. And as as Harper's walking away, Grogu goes, Goo at her. <laughs> that's awesome. And Harper melted. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> Too cool. So anyway, all right. So you said you had one more question. No, I want to. I want to. I want to talk. Uh, minions. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I got Go a bone ahead. to pick with you. You've already made up your mind, and you've never even done it. I've watched the video. So, okay. all right. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Yeah. Give Give me your perception, and okay. I'll meet it with reality. I'm in the Florida sun for eight, ten hours of the day. Right. Sure. I wait for sixty minutes and standing up in a long line, and I want to ride a ride and sit down and do a gun game or sit down and watch a show or i don't want to then walk on a get on a conveyor belt stand up shoulder to shoulder with sweaty people you're not shoulder to shoulder but go ahead okay anyway sh shooting this gun <laughs> while i'm standing up and not really resting on a ride got it Minions isn't a ride. I would consider now Minions Swiss Family Treehouse shooting. Swiss Family Treehouse shooting. There are stairs on the Swiss Family Treehouse in the same heat you were just talking about. At least but you're this standing one moves up. But you're standing stairs. up. You are an insane person. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So, so let me let Do me. Do you understand my thought process? I can understand though. your thought process, and you've watched. And let me let me fill in the rest if I can preclude to okay. understand your mindset. You've watched videos, yes, and I those have. videos did not say it was an enjoyable time. And they talked they, about they, the, they, they, they they actually didn't say it was good or nor bad. Or bad. I made up my own mind. Okay, that. but they talked about the lag. How it's a little bit laggy. Yeah. They talked about the standing and all of that. Right. Right. So let's. The one thing that Universal, and, and I like being able to say these types of opinions on our show, 
the one thing they did not do a great job of is explain the whole thing. So the whole thing behind this is this is their first foray into their version of the Disney Play app. Okay, so inside of their app, there's a tab you can hit, and it takes you to a whole separate thing for Minions Land. Scattered throughout the land are touch points for the Vicious Six, and there are RFID tags on the wall. You tap your phone to those, and you collect loot when you find them. Okay. Then in the queue to Minions Blast and in the ride itself, there are collectibles. So you tap your phone in the queue, or when something pops down, you shoot it with your gun, and if you shoot it enough times, you collect it, and it gives you points. As you level up... By finding things that you get more options in the gun in the game, more powerful primary weapons, more perks to add, you know, things, that type of stuff. So what you do when you go into the ride is you take your app, you've created a profile for yourself and you choose which mission you're going to take on, which of the different things to unlock the primary weapons that you're going to do. And it, you add your perks and all of that. Then you tap your phone to your gun and it customizes your gun to what you set it up for. So your primary, secondary, your blast, and then any perks. And then you use it when you go into the attraction. The thing, the standing up thing, I, I get your point on that. <clears throat> but the, the cool thing about it is, is they have, and maybe they didn't, I don't know if they added this, I doubt it. There were colored dots spaced out. Yeah, there were. On either side, right? And so you're not shoulder to shoulder. You've got enough room to swing around and shoot this thing. What I thought was cool about it is if you understand that it's not like Men in Black or Buzz Lightyear, when I point my gun here, that's where it's shooting. It's got to follow your gun a little bit. And so if you, ta- if you account for that when you're aiming, that it's going to be a little bit behind, and you just kind of enjoy it for what it is, it's actually pretty cool. You, you have your right. primary trigger, your secondary trigger, trigger, both together do something, and if you hold the primary for a while, it charges up your shot. So there's a pretty cool gaming element to it. So it feels right. a little bit like a VR in that regard. What I liked most about it, though, was that there are physical elements in the ride that you can shoot. Like, there are physical power-up boxes. Right. <laughs> there are physical... Okay, how about this? There are physical boxes and things inside of the moving attraction. There that, you go. <laughs> the standing omni The moving sidewalk. There you go. That, um, that you can shoot, and they react. So you can shoot it, and you can get a power-up just like you could one on the screen and stuff like that. So right. I, I thought it was really cool. I like... I don't mind the standing thing. I, I get the, the, the sitting thing, don't get me wrong. But the whole premise behind this is that it is a booth at a, at a convention that you're visiting, that the Vicious Six is like, can you beat our score? Can you do, are you worthy? You're not, and so it's meant to feel like something you're passing through while you're at a convention. And if I you, get it, that. it's just, it's no different. I'll, I'll put it to you like this, I'll word it this way. It's no different than Dino Land at Animal Kingdom. Dino Land at Which? Animal Kingdom is a stroke of master genius of theming, right? Because it allowed you to tell a very deep and rich story, but half of your land got to be attractions that didn't cost a lot, right? So it, right. <laughs> it was like, it, it, this is the same kind of thing. You're telling a really cool story. You put this cool interactive element with it. And because it's just a convention and it's not supposed to feel like this really big deal, you can make it not feel like a really big deal. You know? So let me ask you this. And, and this is my my thoughts with the play app sure. this is my thoughts with with universal doing this let's say i am well my family we have been to universal once as a family sure so i do this at this ride ride <laughs> moving, moving attraction this moving attraction and and i am 
you know, I hear all this, oh, you could upgrade your guns, you could do this, you could you have to ride this attraction twelve times to get a better gun. No, you this, can to, finding the things out in the land give you enough points to where you can start to unlock stuff. Now, most of the most of the stronger like primary stuff is based more off of doing things in the ride. So it is going to be a multiple ride experience for that. But you can get some of the pretty cool stuff just by going around the land and tapping the touch points. And it also gets you into every store, gets you into the bakery, into the cafe, that kind of thing. So, right. you know, there's reasons for that too. But I think the one thing that I would like to see happen more with the play app and, and any park that does this kind of thing, it's not just a Disney thing, um, is that, that you're doing things to actually unlock something that changes your experience in the attraction. You have a capability uh, yeah. of getting a better score and being up on the leaderboard that they have if you do these things. Whereas a lot of these interactive elements at most theme parks that do that kind of thing are just more a time thing while you're waiting for your window to open or a pretty cool side experience like Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. Didn't right, interact right. with anything else, right? But it was really fun to do. It was cool to do the card things and all of that. This actually having that connection, I think, is a pretty cool, pretty cool aspect to it. So yeah, you, know, you, you talk about you know keeping points and moving up, and yeah. I'm looking at you, Smuggler's Run. I want to keep my points. And, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> that, great point, right? Or maybe yeah. maybe the 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 lasers on the ship you can do an upgrade. If you found this right. one cargo box, my lasers don't take as many hits to blow up the train now or, you know, stuff like that, you know, and, yeah. and th you know, all that stuff is probably in the works and COVID, <laughs> right? Right, but, exactly, exactly. But th those, it's interesting to see from a theme park industry perspective how the Play app set the groundwork for this app and this experience. How will people react to that? How will Disney or SeaWorld or anybody else react to what they have done. And it's just interesting from a, the rising tide has lifted all the boats, you know? Well, so. I, I hope this rising tide does not lift the standing moving sidewalk as an attraction. <laughs> no, I think boat. we're talking the interactive component, not the, not the lack of vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> but again, right. you know, it is funny because everybody always rags on Universal as the screen park. It is screen heavy, right? This is a screen thing. But you think about it, you open an attraction and you don't even have to maintain vehicles. Monetary now, and I'm not saying would the experience be better if you could sit? Probably so, but with it being 360, like literally anything that has a screen or an interactive element to it, you can shoot. The 360 thing is hard with a vehicle, right? Like Buzz Lightyear pulls it off, but you have to have a lot of mechanical components. I don't right. blame them. I don't blame them for it. Is it the oh, I don't blame coolest thing since sliced I mean, bread? Maybe not. But I don't blame them for it at all. The this, maintenance this cost a is very, a third of a what it was. Very been. quick, a very quick refurb of sure. the Shrek. It was building. fast. I'll tell you that. Yeah, extremely fast. Shrek was still open when we were there in December. Yeah, so <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, but, they they were. It was it was a very quick movement to get it done. Yeah, I think it, I think it complements it well. I, I I'm just a, I'm a big fan already of the Despicable Me franchise. I really like that franchise. Any franchise where the initial movie has the guts to show their kids praying. Yeah. I'm always going to be a little bit supportive of, but anyway, I think as, as a repeatability factor, cause I'll tell you right now, I'm in a group on Facebook. That's the 900 club for men in black, which I'm now officially a part of. Yay me. Oh dear. And boy. so, and so um, it, it's funny. It, here's a fun fact. If you go and you max out, there's a dog tag machine in the gift shop right before the arcade. And the thing that, that is there for is there's an entire group of people that when they max out, they buy a dog tag for themselves that has the date that they maxed out 
and their name. And that's how you become part of like the 999 club, right? You totally so, would, wouldn't you? Oh, I can't wait. If I had gotten the bonus, I would have maxed out. And you better believe I'd have a dog tag right now. But that same, those same people have already formed a minion blast group talking about here's the best way to get the points here and here's the best weapon for this thing and all of that kind of stuff. So it's, it's got this following behind it. And I'm sure there's same, similar groups for Smuggler's Run and everything else. But these gamified attractions like this bring a whole other like aspect to it. It's so See, funny here's to the watch. Thing about, here's the thing about Smuggler's Run. You have to go in with a group who the pilots <laughs> have to be good. Yeah. The gunners have to be good, yeah, and the engineers just have to push a button. Those are my but, those are my favorite memes, or the one that's like when you when you get that kid, the nine year old ends up in the pilot seat. Oh, <laughs> you know, like when Harper and Ellie say we're the pilots. Exactly, it's like well, and I say Ellie, push the button. No, I just want to do this, and she wrecks us on purpose. Right? It's like, don't yeah, you understand? That, we're trying to get the unobtainium or whatever it is, right? It's like, can't we just shoot the coaxium. train? Coaxium, that's right. Can't right. we just shoot the train? That's all we need to do. <laughs> How many, oh, what's your was, what's your highest number of containers on Smuggler's Run? Three. Three. We've we've gotten two. I don't think we've gotten three. Yeah. I think we've gotten three. Yeah. I'm but, excited to see what they end up doing with that because that whole thing seems like it's a good platform for this is your mission this time, this is your mission next time right. kind of things. So I'm excited to see because like they did with the Adventures Continue with Star Tours. Yeah. Yeah, I hope they get around to that eventually. That'll be fun. I think it could be it, it could easily be. Uh, a star tours. Oh my god! Are you yawning on the show? What I the am. Heck is Holy going on? Crap. Well, wow! It could be that I traveled yesterday. Oh, did you now? <laughs> the day before school started, no less. Dude, you guys are troopers, man. We are. We are. <laughs> we we also thought school started on Wednesday when we made the trip. Oh, ooh, yeah. But <laughs> about that. <laughs> about that. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Anyway. Well, we've made it through a whole show, and we did, and, and we're we're here. I didn't hear any any alarm bells. I'm going to give you a break this week. I appreciate that. No problem. I'm I'm really going to give you a break this week. It's okay. Don't be okay. afraid. I'm a, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm a scared. I'm a scared. There's nothing to be scared of, Dave. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't be afraid. All right. So, Adam, <laughs> if they want to join us and call in on the birth line unrelated to birth line <laughs> we can't call it the uab line because then people are like i need to get into university of alabama at birmingham where do i send my transcript <laughs> anyway, need to how, would the they, how would they do so Adam? they would call 863-345 oh the number went away <laughs> it's been two weeks and i don't remember <laughs> it's on the scroller across the bottom 863-345-0088 if we don't know the number, you need to call us and remind us what the number is. 863. 863-345-0088. 0088. There you go. Yep. I you love find it. us on Facebook and Instagram. Facebook, we're at the Unrelated at Birth Lister group. Join us. We have fun. We do memes. We do fun fun talks. I forgot to do it the last two weeks because I was on vacation and Adam was up here. Uh, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get better. Yeah. Twitter, not related bros. Instagram, not related bros. I think Adam has found some some cool video clips and meme clips. You know, John Cena was on one, and <laughs> and there was a cat on one. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite one was the one about me making the alarm noise, though, and the Nicolas Cage and <laughs> whoever the Mandalorian guys. I can't remember his name. I should pay more attention yeah. to celebrities if I'm going to be on a you podcast. You really should. I should. You should. Um, I want to say Pablo Francisco. 
It's like, everybody go through the chopper. Pro- Pablo something. Anyway, it'll come to me after. People, someone someone will comment and put a post on our page of you two guys are Raven lunatics for not knowing that's you his name. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Pablo Escobar? No, no I don't think so. No, no. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, hey, we appreciate y'all every every time we get a listen. Uh, I said it a couple weeks ago. I, I will say it every week. Thank y'all so much. We love y'all. That y'all are awesome. Thank you for giving us your ear holes for now an hour and a half. Uh, but anyway, Adam, take them home. Absolutely. Thank you again, everybody, for your time. And we love you, but not as much as Jesus does. Stay safe out there. Be kind to one another, and we will talk to you again. Next week, right, Dave? We're not taking another yeah, break. Yeah, next, oh, next, next week. Next week. All right, cool. All right, yeah. See you, everybody. All right. Bye, y'all.